Hey, Naomi. Hey, Bags. What's the best tool to help a snowman lose weight? I don't know, Bags. What is the best tool to help a snowman lose weight? A hairdryer. So good. Thank you. Should we do the thing? Yes. Welcome, Welcome to, to Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm Bex. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about holiday movies. We are, uh, because every day is holiday movie day here at Jingle Bells. Um, <laughs> today we are back with the second of our seven days of Christmas, but today is all about Hanukkah. Yeah. We're talking about the eight gifts of Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah, if you joined us yesterday, you'll have heard our 12 Dates of Christmas episode. Um, Not all of the films that we're reviewing for Seven Days of Christmas have number themes. Um, This is just coincidence. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. (laughs) We didn't think of that, actually. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, We're actually back tomorrow with a Hollywood Christmas as well. So join us for that one. Um, That's a very fun film. But this Mm -hmm. one was also delightful and fun. It was great. Yeah, so today is uh, the first night of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to any of our Jewish mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, I know very little about Hanukkah. I will preface this now, but we wanted to oh, a- <laughs> acknowledge the whole holiday season. Uh, and we saw that there was a Hanukkah movie that was very sort of similar to, because mm. Chris- the Christmas movies we talk to are never really religious, but they are more for- sort of festive. But we did want to mm-hmm. do something a little bit different and try something new. So yeah, yeah. and the eight guests of Hanukkah seemed to, to tickle our fancy. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it was great. (laughs) It was awesome. It was great. It was. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. I've got to do a jingle, so I have a little jingle for us now. Yesterday, all my trouble seemed synopsis time. (laughs) Now it looks like they are here to stay. Oh, I believe in imdb (laughs) just a little one today that was good it was really good um yeah so the eight gifts of hanukkah is about an optometrist called sarah and her Mm -hmm. anonymous suitor sends her a gift for each night of hanukkah as she tries to find her secret admirer she learns that her one true love might be someone she never expected it's a pretty accurate bio, to be fair. Yeah, that is that is pretty much what happened in the film. It's mm-hmm. um, more accurate than some of the bios that we've read recently. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert for tomorrow. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so I really enjoyed this. Um, it was still incredibly festive. Um, it had a blend between Hanukkah and Christmas as well, so mm-hmm. that was quite interesting. Um but yeah, we should talk about the the who's who of who's not yeah. for this film. Um, Though a few of them are more like who. actually who's who. Like I kind of recognise yeah. some of these people, which I I rarely, rarely do in these movies, mm. not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, some of them have been in some pretty big stuff. So uh, without further ado, I'll, I'll get into it. Yeah. Um, so we had Imbar Lavi as Sarah Levin. 
She was even Lucifer, uh, Shiva in Prison Break, and she's had cameos in CSI, Castle, and Sons of Anarchy. So she's done a lot more like drama mm-hmm. um, than she has like holiday movies. Um, that's not the case for all of the people on our list today. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Jake Epstein as Daniel. He was Craig in Degrassi: The Next Generation. He's had cameos in Good Witch, Suits, Star Trek: Discovery. And he was also Alfonso Hargreaves in the Umbrella Academy. Have you seen Umbrella Academy? So we're we're currently watching uh, Umbrella Academy. We're not at the point where this guy is in it yet. We are we are sooner than that. Um, no. But yes, yes. Okay. I did, uh, I was aware that he was in it because uh, oh, I kind okay. of vaguely recognised him. But yes, Umbrella Academy is really good. If you haven't seen it, I- I'm enjoying it very much. Nice. Yeah, I have to put it on my list. Um, mm-hmm. So Jake Epstein's also been in a bunch of holiday movies. Um, he was in Charming Christmas in 2015, A Storybook Christmas in 2019, A Merry Holiday in 2019, Christmas at Maple Creek in 2020, and Candy Cane Candidate in 2021. Wow. Candy Cane Candidate? <laughs> that sounds like a political Christmas movie if I've ever heard of yeah. one. <laughs> and we already know political movies are not good. Politics does not belong in your Christmas film. Thank you. It really Thanks for coming to my TED talk about (laughs) handling documents correctly. Anyway, this is tomorrow. This is tomorrow. This is tomorrow. That's for day four. That's for day four. Oh, Um, not even tomorrow. Two days from now. Shit. Two days from now. Um, So next up, we've got David Kay as Jacob Levin. He's been in TV movies, including Love Lights and Hanukkah in 2020 and The Santa Stakeout in 2021. He's actually done a lot more voice acting. Um, Oh, cute. He was in the Polly Pocket TV series, My Little Pony, Beyblade Burst, and he was in TV movie Barbie in Princess Power. Wow, lots of princess power this year. Lots of princess power this year. Um, next up, we have Nata- uh, Natalie Malaika as Keisha. She was in Goodwitch uh, TV series as well. And she was also in TV movie Cranberry Christmas, which came out in 2020. Then we've got Michael Patrick Dennis as Paul. He's had cameos in Riverdale, the Van Helsing TV series, Travelers, Prison Break, and iZombie with Rose McIver from Christmas Prince. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he was also a TV movie, A Glen Book Christmas as well. Then we've got Oliver Rice as Nigel. He was in Altered Carbon, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Riverdale, Once Upon a Time, and Casualty. He was also in TV movie, Poinsettias for Christmas in 2018. Finally, we have Andrew Zikar as Adam. He's been in TV movie, Christmas Bedtime Stories, which came out this year. He was also in Reaper and Supernatural, Rain, The Handmaid's Tale, and also in Love Hard, which we reviewed in season two. Uh, We think he was one of the dates uh, in that film, like at the start. Yeah, I'm just going to have a little little look and see if we can figure out exactly who he was in that film. His character name was James. I don't know who James is. Is that her boss? No, I don't think he was the boss. Um, because that guy was like really reedy and thin. Um, I I think he was one of the dates. I think he must have been one of the dates. I yeah. don't re- I don't really remember him. Maybe Love Hard Love Hard might be worth a rewatch. It was pretty fun. So <sighs> I rewatched it this year. So good. I had to Is rewatch it? it before we made our bonus bells about Die Hard. Yeah, I just that's needed totally something fair. to like cleanse my brain yeah can i just say as well i totally thought that the guy who plays paul her ex 
which I think is mm-hmm. pa- Michael Patrick Dennis. I 100% thought he was the same guy as from Hocus Pocus 2, but that's Tony Hale, who's a different actor, but they look <laughs> so similar. It's actually wild to me. Or I think they yeah. look very similar anyway. Oh no, I see it. I totally see it. Right. Um, oh my God, yes. But I thought like everybody in this film did really well. I thought the cast had pretty good chemistry. Um you know, not a lot of complaints about the acting yeah. and, and things like that, to be honest, um, which is refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did do, not an adaption of, like, her Christmas criteria. Um, like, there were a lot of Hanukkah activities, but I'll get onto them yeah. in a second. I figured, because it was set in America, that there was still going to be a lot of Christmas trees around, and yeah. there were. Um, so we actually had 22 trees about two minutes in because Sarah walks in front of the same tree like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was when I started watching it. I did clock that she was coming in and out of this cafe and there was like definitely trees there. And I was like, lol, that's fine. Yeah. Um, it was a lot. So as she kept dating, I was like, maybe we just call it at 22. Like that's yeah. pretty festive and that's Yeah, fine. I think so. Um, there were a lot of Hanukkah activities. Um, I also don't know a lot about uh, the holiday either so it was very interesting to watch um yeah. coincidentally i've actually been watching my unorthodox life on netflix oh, wow, um okay. yeah i like i blasted through the latest uh batch of oh my god what you call it uh too hot to handle and my unorthodox oh. life just like popped up and i was like all right well that's fine you need a reality, reality tv to, for me to like yeah, lose brain cells too yay a um, reality fix lovely but it's been really good and like giving me a bit more insight into Jewish culture um, and things like that. So yeah, this has been really interesting. But we had menorah lighting. I didn't realize that was a, a daily activity throughout Hanukkah. Did you, Bex? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. you have a, because there's the menorah and you have eight candles and one mm. candle in the middle that's meant to, you use to light the other candles. Uh, so there's mm. one for each day of Hanukkah and you light the candle each day. Yeah. Oh, okay. As yeah. far as I I'm aware. That was if really I'm wrong, nice. I'm really sorry. Correct me. <laughs> I thought it was really nice, like, uh, and it was a different thing to, like, because Christmas trees, you can only really decorate once. Do yeah. You know what I mean? So there's not really, like, another point where your family's, like, gathering aside from making Christmas yeah. dinner. But oh, it, was it nice really to see did help. come together every day, right? Like, yeah, it nice. really did help keep track of each of the days. And it also gave oh, them gotcha. a reason to see the same characters day in and day out, which I was mm-hmm. like, a lot of Christmas movies try to emulate that and they don't have the motivation. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. obviously, using. Hanukkah was a great way to do that and to also physically show how many days had uh, had passed uh, yeah. through the lighting of the menorah and everything. So yeah, it was really cool. I love that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was like a Hanukkah ball as well. There was a Hanukkah hunt. Um, like obviously there are Easter egg hunts and stuff like that, but I'm like, why don't we have more holiday scavenger hunts? That yeah. seems like a really fun way to pass some time. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Like you're on... December 27th and you're like what are we gonna do today do a Christmas scavenger hunt yeah kill some time that way and that way you don't have to talk to your family the whole day yeah ideal. what a nice thing to do ideal <laughs> um there Where was a lot the of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was a lot of cooking and baking in this film as well um obviously there were like eight gifts of Hanukkah and there were literally eight gifts of Hanukkah yeah so yeah I, th- I thought it was quite festive um yeah appropriately seasonal and joyful and celebratory yeah i think so i really liked a lot of different touches to the film like i loved that the color palette was um focused on hanukkah colors with like blue and white there was a lot of blue and white lighting um 
Sarah's entire apartment has like touches of blue, but like mostly everything is white as well. Like it was really, it had that festivity without the problem that we have with Christmas films where people just like slap tinsel on stuff or put yeah. a wreath on every flat a surface that they can possibly plant. imagine. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was nice. And then like, because she's an optometrist and she shares um, the shop with someone who is Christian, I think, or at least celebrates Christmas anyway. Yeah. Um, there's like a really nice blend between the two holidays in this middle space. Yeah, um, I totally agree. It was really nice. I love the way it yeah. was decorated. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we just take a moment to talk about our girl Sarah? Because yeah. she is, uh, number one, a fantastic leading lady. I like really oh, yeah. liked her. She had great and believable chemistry with every single person. Yes. Her outfits were beautiful. Mm-hmm. She looked immaculate without it being mm-hmm. like, too much makeup and all of that yeah. sort of stuff. I think she did a re- she was very strong. She really I, I think a lot mm-hmm. of these movies fail is where they don't have a lead who can really carry. And that's yeah. the thing that you need to be able to, particularly in a holiday movie, is you got a lot to carry, right? So if yeah. you're not invested <laughs> yeah. in that person, then mm-hmm. you know it's a slog. But I was like immediately I liked Sarah. I was like, yeah. you seem really relatable. She wasn't mm-hmm. mean to anyone. She wasn't bitchy. She was very mm-hmm. like hardworking and transparent with her like expectations and her yeah. whatever. Yeah, I was really into her. I thought she did a really, she... really great job. She did, absolutely. She gave me really big Vanessa Hudgens energy. She like totally without did. being Vanessa Hudgens. Like she's got like yeah, again, immaculate hair. She's got yeah. like a really personable face. Like she's quite smiley and interactive. Um she also like there were points where like <laughs> just blink or like close my eyes and I was listening to her voice, but she has a very similar voice to Vanessa Hudgens as well. Yeah, she's very soft. Like yeah i just i loved her i I also loved her there was no objections there was no point at which i was like oh sarah is the worst um which is also a thing that i feel in vanessa hudgens films i never despise any of her characters even fiona on like the extreme end of the scale like i don't dislike her because she's quite human Mm -hmm. and sarah was incredibly human throughout all of this and she was I was really glad to see that we didn't play into classic tropes where like her entire life would change because of a man. Do you know no, what I mean? Like not at, all. At, at one point I was worried that she was going to end up leaving her practice and stuff and moving with Daniel to Aspen when he gets the the job offer. Um yeah. like <laughs> uh spoiler alert, but the film ends real abruptly. It just ends. Like, it really it, just, it, yeah. it really does. We'll get to that because yeah. I think that's the one uh-huh. part of this movie that like brings the rate the overall rating uh down okay. for me. Mm-hmm. But there is yeah, a lot yeah. of like really good stuff to talk about before then. So um, yeah. yeah. I mean, number one, her uh, her optometry store being called I see you. Very good. Yes. Fun store name. <laughs> Feels appropriate. That was really good. Um, uh-huh. I she, you know, she has some dates and like I really like the little mm-hmm. monlage uh, the montage at the beginning of her like going yeah. in and out of the coffee shop to to go mm-hmm. uh online dating. Uh folks if you are anxious about online dating a really smart thing to do is to make sure that you go to a coffee shop where you get to pick uh particularly if you are a vulnerable person such as a woman or a non-binary individual um Mm -hmm. at risk of being targeted if you are concerned about that make sure when you do do an online date with someone that you don't know one you tell someone where you're going and two go to a space that's friendly in the daytime that sounds like very good ideas 
well done sarah for that uh she shows up to one and the guy's dressed as santa and she immediately leaves and i found that very funny Um, (laughs) because i would leave if i showed up to a first date and he was dressed actually would i leave if i went to a first date and he was dressed up like yeah would you leave bex would Uh, you would you leave? Uh, fortunately, I am affianced and don't need to worry about first dates anymore. <laughs> um, but, I, but I probably Good would. Good save. I, 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 like probably, I probably would. I probably would have stayed. But it's fine. It's fine. I like that she did. It kind of gave her a bit more character. I loved her family as well. She had like yes. both her parents, but there was still some like you know tragedy in that she had lost her her grandmother, um, mm-hmm. which is very sad. And like you know, it was clearly like quite committed and wholesome and dedicated yeah. to that which was really lovely um mm-hmm. yeah oh i just i just liked it a lot it, he yeah. it also while we're talking about like christmas movies and tropes he does woodwork and whittling are you fucking kidding me that's like one nope. of the things that we like <laughs> is like such a standard for male romantic lead activities yeah. of like they want to give them some kind of craft but they don't want it mm-hmm. to be seen as fair it couldn't be something girly like sewing or painting no. it has to be woodwork oh, woodwork yeah because then you use a knife whittling woo um, no we're still doing so like man stuff funny. right hitting was- things yeah sawing stuff sweating i, I yeah. don't know uh things men like to do um no I, I i like i didn't think there was too much tragedy in this i thought no. that there was like you know tinges of sadness in both of the backstories like daniel lost his mum, um yeah. which is how he became quite like tight with sarah's family like he's best friends with her brother they've grown up together um his like her family has raised him essentially um, yeah. in their house and stuff so yeah, I thought that their well-established relationship was a good ground to move forward on. Yeah, um, absolutely. And like, it was nice to see her dating and having other options. Um, it was the perfect way to create some conflicts, especially because like, when you decide to become more than friends with yeah. someone that you've known for a very long time, it can be very difficult to navigate anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought you would I thought they did it really well. to say about... <laughs> yeah, like, I have feelings about it. Um, yeah. I, I didn't think it was done badly. I didn't think it was too hammy. I, th- I thought that it was a perfectly human way to yeah. respond to very big emotions around something that is quite scary because, yeah. like, they are both right throughout the film and they're like, but what if it changes things? And you're like, yeah, yeah that is a massive concern, obviously, but... At a certain point, you also have to put faith in the relationship you already have. Yeah. And then commit to seeing where it goes. Because that's the thing. is like, you never know with any relationship. Friendships yeah. also end on a fucking dime. So, like, yeah. I thought it was a really interesting way to do it. And I didn't think that there was too much jealousy. I thought that they did that really well. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, yeah. I think... I think it was a little unreasonable uh, <laughs> near the end. Uh, not the very, very end, which was abrupt and very uh-huh. unreasonable. But it was quite unreasonable that like, uh, so yeah, Daniel's mm-hmm. been leaving her these lovely gifts. And like the premise yes. of the movie is her trying to work out which of the guys that she's kind of loosely seeing is leaving mm-hmm. her all these wonderful presents. And like, he gives her no indication that it is him. There is like no no clear way that she would (laughs) ever assume it to be, particularly because their relationship is so longstanding in a friendship Mm -hmm. zone and a platonic zone that I don't know why he would assume that she could guess it was him. And that pissed me off a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, you need to like, 
plant some seeds you know you need to like yeah for sure do some little little sprinklings of you know give her a fucking clue so that she can she wants mm-hmm. to work it out she wants it to be like someone nice like you but she yeah, yeah. but i i do want to talk about all of the guys that she's seeing so it makes her sound yeah. bad that she's seeing all these guys but it is like i think she's fairly upfront with all of them and like the way that they oh, have gotcha. conversations and every single one of the guys that she's seeing is really mm-hmm. nice <laughs> Yeah, I mentioned they Tom are. a bit. I don't know who Tom is. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure who Tom not, was either. I think Tom might have been cut for time. Uh, but Paul is there. He is the ex. <laughs> they even have mm-hmm. like a fairly transparent relationship. Obviously, it's always uncomfortable if you get into a room with your ex after like not speaking mm-hmm. to them for some time. It's always going to be a bit like, ah. but he even he I found was like quite respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nigel was very handsome, very my type. Yes. Um, yeah. He mm-hmm. was lovely. Um, he, you know, very kind and supportive and talented. They all did nice things mm-hmm. for her without sort of expectation. They were very polite. Adam also, as well, was very polite. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's cute that he, like, was nervous to ask her out, kept coming to the store yeah. to, like, get glasses. And she was like, okay, I can <laughs> see. That, like, you're literally wearing glasses on your face. Um, yeah. That made me laugh a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, I, I thought they were, it was really nice that she didn't have, like, a shitty boyfriend. Because that's a really yes. common trope. Mm-hmm. It's like a shitty boyfriend or a shitty fiance who's, like, kind of unsupportive, mm-hmm. but they've been together for ages and ages, and that's why. And I yeah. really liked that she had, like, nice options you know what i mean she had she choices did, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah none of them were shitty to her like they were all really polite they were all really romantic everybody did seem to be aware of the fact that she was dating and opening up her options um i also really liked the resolution i think adam's resolution was also cut for time um because i don't remember yeah, seeing she didn't that on screen to adam no yeah but like the way that she spoke to nigel um like when she'd realized that it was Daniel all along um like he took it really well and she was like I'm really sorry there's someone else like you know and usually in these festive films we see people reacting poorly to such communication but then what I really liked is that again she was really upfront with Paul in the same way and he accepted it and moved on like that should be the standard like it shouldn't be the the horrible reactions where like essentially you end up being called a bitch for having feelings and being honest about them um i really i really appreciated that i love the handling of all of that um it's something i would love to see in more um of our standard christmas movies that would be really really nice actual communication because it is interesting and like is heartwarming so i don't really understand why we have to go for the antagonistic reaction yeah um yeah, it just creates unnecessary drama in films that are already packed with yeah. drama. I, like that, <laughs> I really like that Daniel had not one, but two male friends who he could have open conversation mm. with about like yeah. in an honest way, in a way that felt natural and real, but mm-hmm. was still addressing his feelings. And I think it's very important to mm. encourage everybody to be able to express themselves and share what they're feeling, particularly if it's something that's stressful or that they yeah. need advice with and to offer help and assistance. And there's a big problem with um, young mm-hmm. men and men in general being told that they are not allowed to be emotional and that's bullshit. Um, so yeah. I really, really loved seeing Daniel get emotional. I loved him crying mm-hmm. on the bench. Like, obviously it's sad that he was crying on the bench, but I loved that they yeah. did that in the movie and it wasn't just her mm-hmm. crying on the bench. They were like sharing in this emotion together and that was like yeah. really, really beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I also yeah. really fancied uh, her 
brother for some reason. I don't know why. Ah. Like her brother showed up and I was yeah. like, you're a wee cutie. And then later on he's playing the drums and I was like, of course he is. This is bullshit. I call conspiracy. <laughs> made me laugh yeah. a lot. No, I get that. Like, yeah, it's the um, eternal naughty's teenager thing, right? Yeah. It was someone with a shirt, with a t-shirt underneath and like, yeah, yeah. They play drums or they're in a band. And, yeah. uh-huh. it's, I, I know, I get it in a big way because yeah. that was my life as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, he was, he was great. Um, it was really nice to see like good male friendships. Yeah. Male friendships that like were still jokey but could be serious and like have that openness. Because yeah, we don't see it for a lot of male leads um either and it would be nice to normalize those conversations and to let people know that they're okay um i I really like the writers of this movie like whoever's put this together they've done a great job well done eight guess of hanukkah like it is i i really enjoyed it and like there was even Mm -hmm. stuff that made me laugh um because it felt like it was in for us to have something to talk about like they're they're talking (laughs) about the ball and the caterer, oh no, the caterer has double yes. work. And she's like, oh, I know this Michelin star chef called yeah. Nigel. And they're like, oh, well, we don't want, he, he doesn't, what does he know about Hanukkah food and our mm-hmm. traditions? Which is totally a valid thing to talk about when you're talking about a big uh, religious celebration and you want it to be yeah. relevant to your culture. A hundred percent. What if he serves Scottish eggs? No, no, no. Excuse yeah. me. They're not Scottish <laughs> eggs, all right? They're not. But Scottish people didn't fucking lay these Scottish eggs. I just gotta go and lay my Scotch egg. No, it's a Scotch <laughs> egg, not a Scottish egg. Mm-hmm. And it it took me a while to move on from Scottish eggs. I'm not gonna lie. And then I was like, okay, I've moved on from it. Yeah, but yeah that did make me laugh because I was like, huh? They mentioned Scotland. They listen to our podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm so vain. Yeah. I think everyone listens to our podcast. I'm like, cl- I mean, of, of course, uh, the numbers don't lie. That's true. The numbers don't lie. People are listening. Thank, Thank you. you for Thank listening you. to us. Um, <laughs> we know we're ridiculous and we're living for it at this point yeah. in time. So deal yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, I, th- I thought there were some really good moments and some really nice touches just in the set as well. Like there was a yeah. little blow up bear outside of the Hanukkah ball or outside of the Hanukkah hunt, something like that. Yeah. And he had a little Oive sweater on and I was like, oh, yeah, that's adorable. That's so cute. That's so cute. I love um, the inflatable menorah. That was really fun. Uh, there, there were so many things in this that were really it was so nice great. touches. I think I paid more attention to this and enjoyed this more because it was a different holiday as I well. So. And like, I mean, we have seen a actively lot of looking Christmas for stuff that's different. Yeah, we have. We have. Like, at this point, I, I don't Over know. Over 100. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely over 100. Um, but, like, it was just, it was nice to see festivities done in a different way. Like, also, I don't know if you noticed, but all of their costumes were in Hanukkah colors as well, whereas, like, yeah. usually we get a lot of green and red. Um, yeah, but it was nice. It was, it like, felt... beige and sand blue and white. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it looked very clean. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. Um, there, there was just so much to enjoy about it. I really... Like, my broken brain, because uh, Jingle Boy has been writing a lot of horror stuff, so there's been a lot of horror in my house over oh. the last little while. Um, my horror brain went, oh no, these notes are really creepy and this would make a great horror movie um, as an alternate because the notes started off really kind of stalkerish and vague and yeah. then they started to get more specific, which was really nice. 
So as soon as I like unplugged the horrific part of my brain yeah. where, you know, she was being stalked over Hanukkah, I really enjoyed the gifts and the significance and how much it showed that Daniel knew her. Like, yeah. I think you're right. The only thing that would have added a little bit more is had he like planted some ideas. Yeah. I think they were trying to do that with like the dance scene. So Sarah goes over to Daniel's house and like, uh, yeah, Daniel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. His or, name is Daniel. Yeah. Um, and uh, she needs some help learning how to dance for the ball. She's really nervous. So they have yeah. like a lovely little moment in the living room where they're dancing and stuff. And, you know, before that, he'd shown her this, his house, which he'd built by himself and it was finally finished. And it was like the most beautiful house I've ever seen. Oh in my, my God. Life. Immaculate. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, like it was just, there were some moments, but it wasn't enough. They needed just a little bit more to get that message over so that he became yeah. a viable option. But even that, I didn't hate. There was nothing that I really yeah. hated about this film. There was nothing that pulled me out of the moment. Like, everything that they did served yeah. the story. It didn't undermine her character at any point. It didn't undermine his character. They were still very yeah. much, like, their own people with their own wants and needs. And, like, yeah. it seems like they were capable of coming together and figuring out that together which was really nice yeah oh which is my was... only problem with the ending oh. is that i wish that there had been just a little bit more insight into where their story was going oh 100 i have some questions i mean like i hmm. think this was such a fun premise for a movie like what a great mm -hmm. way to do a rom-com of like you know who doesn't sometimes go like, oh my God, can you imagine if you just opened the door and that was like flowers and you didn't know who they're from? Like, like what a mystery. <laughs> like, I mean, it sounds really exciting, but I will say I did once get sent flowers to an office I was working in um, from a guy and it was one of the most embarrassing um, moments of my whole <laughs> life. It was a really lovely gesture, but like yeah. I was so not expecting it. And like the kind of, mm -hmm. I had a really, I was in a kind of toxic office with like a weird office culture. So like it mm -hmm. completely threw me when someone came over and was like, these are for you. And I was like, because <laughs> then everyone was suddenly at my desk going, ooh, you got some flowers there, bags. And I was like, oh. but like, you know, her friends and family are like very pleasant. And you know, while they, yeah. uh, they, um, that was the thing as well. It was like her parents were like clearly vested in her in her love life, but not in a yeah. way where they were like, why aren't you dating this person? And why aren't you doing that? And blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. I really feel like they managed to not fall into a lot of the like stereotypes about Jewish society that make it into the mainstream. Mm -hmm. um, though yes. having said that, yeah. I don't know loads about Jewish society. So maybe there was loads of stereotypes that I just missed. Um, so apologies if that is the case. But yeah, for me, it wasn't like, pushy jewish mm -hmm. mom being like you need to marry a doctor and blah 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 like it was yeah <laughs> yeah you gotta find someone who you want to build your life with and that's the whole point of like what you yeah. look for in a partner so yeah the premise was really nice what happened mm -hmm. to the glasses was that ever confirmed because she was really keen on these antique glasses and i'm really oh, she confused. got them she, she got them but i thought no, she no, was no. outbid so yeah she was outbid so daniel got them right like outbid her for them and then he gifted them to her i think oh. on day Seven, maybe. I don't think he did though. I thought she... five. No, because she got she... the. <sighs> no, she. So she got like a music box on day six. I think she got them on day five because day five was around the time that there was the the confusion and the conflict. She got the, there was the the photo frame, yeah. the menorah. There was lo loads loads yeah. of chocolate, the roses, the watch, the yeah. music yeah, box, music box. 
And then the glasses. The glasses I'm not, I must, have, one. I don't know, I must then, have missed that scene. I like completely. Do, I completely she lost wears them happened. for like two seconds and then they're in a display case. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so, so she doesn't wear them. Like she wears the watch throughout the thing. The photo frame is sitting in her house and stuff like that. And yeah. like I imagine she eats that giant basket of chocolate. Yeah. Um, though they'd never show that on screen. No, no, we she never was show eating. women eating on no, screen. No, no, she was eating. She was eating chocolate because she was at, it was the day three, right? It was the day after yeah. she got the chocolates and she was carrying around a box of chocolates and eating oh, chocolates she? while telling her friend about the chocolates she'd got. Because I clocked that oh. too because they never show women eating in uh, yeah. in these movies. No, never, ever. Which is why I was like, oh, she probably ate it off screen, I guess we can assume, or she's made something with it or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so she does get the glasses and they go in the display case because the eighth gift is the ring, Oh, right? yeah, that is a while. Okay. So this was where <laughs> the mo- I kind of lost it at this point in the movie. Can I Can I just ask? Because, like, the film ended so abruptly, I actually missed it. Did they get engaged? She's wearing the ring on her so, so ring they did. Finger. So they did get engaged. Because I, I thought uh, that it, he put it on her right hand. No, I'm pretty... Well, even if he did, I think the sentiment was meant to be that they had gotten engaged. Because it was a promise ring, right? It was her grandma's ring. Mm -hmm. So, like, you don't tend to be like, and here's your great-grandmother's wedding ring. Not for that, though. Just to wear, like, as a cash accessory. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the implication is pretty heavy there, isn't it? Um, I mean, also, that's a big pressure on Daniel, right? If you're her grandma to kind of go, before Mm -hmm. I pass... <clears throat> I'm grandma and I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if your grand's dying at the moment. This seems really, really oh, insensitive. I just had that thought. Ugh. Anyway, no, I'm grandma and I'm passing away. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, boy who considers all of us as a family because his family are bullshit. Take this engagement ring for when you come to your fucking senses and decide to marry my <laughs> granddaughter. And I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. Anyway, I'm going to go die mm-hmm. now. Uh, right? That's like a lot of pressure <laughs> to put on a guy. Yeah. A lot of pressure to put on anyone. Like, is that really the, your, yeah. your final thoughts as you're leaving this earth? Yeah, it was like <laughs> very bizarre for them to like, because this was, this. I knew that you, I knew that this would come up in a thing, right? Of being like, mm-hmm. okay, so we always ridicule proposals at the end of mm-hmm. christmas movies we did it with a christmas prince with a princess switch i don't think they yeah. got engaged did they get engaged at the end of the first there was one? many engagements in princess switch so different- at so the end of the first up. one edward and stacy get engaged and then right. married because we did the flash forward a yeah. year later and then the second one uh kevin and margaret get engaged yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. in the third one i think they get married yes maybe or they're already married but i don't think fiona gets engaged i think she's the only vanessa hudgens that doesn't get engaged in the yeah. princess switch series but we always we already always ridicule this right because you should not mm-hmm. get engaged to someone after knowing them for two weeks that's just how it is no and i think even though they have known each other since like second grade or whatever which i don't know what that means i'm assuming like six or seven years old right mm-hmm 
even though they've known each other for that long a time, your relationship mm-hmm. when you are a fucking couple who like live together and work together and are building a life together compared to mm-hmm. when you are friends is intrinsically very different. That's why there's a risk oh, in you. getting, you know, that's <laughs> a, a risk in why you're getting to be, you know, going from friends to lovers in the first place. I just yeah. felt like it was a big, it was a big jump to go from the it day was. before you're yelling at her and you're both yelling at each other because you guys didn't realize that you loved each other to literally mm-hmm. engaged. Like that is, <laughs> no. can you imagine being Nigel or Adam yeah. or whoever the fuck Tom was meant to be, right? And you're, yeah. there, you're there and you're just scrolling through Facebook or Twitter and you see mm-hmm. like an, in- or an Instagram post of like, she's going to be there holding up her ring with Daniel and she, you're going to be like, did yeah. she just break up with me like 10 minutes mm-hmm. ago? Mm-hmm. Very weird. That did take it... me out of it. I don't know whether that's like a religious affiliated thing or mm. like that was where I was like, I don't know. My knowledge doesn't allow me to like be aware of the situation. But I, I was yeah. like, I saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. that was what was going to happen, but I didn't enjoy yeah. it. I wish it had just been like, you know they got together at the yeah, end yeah they got together and yeah. there was like you know and then you can have a really lovely little montage of like them doing mm-hmm. stuff throughout the year and it's like them on vacation and like you know yeah. valentine's day and blah 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 and then in the montage you show her going like ah right and she's screaming she's got a ring on and then like you know it goes into <laughs> that like that would have been lovely like i would have loved it yeah. to go into that like photo thing because mm. photos were like a prevalent theme throughout the movie so i was like oh this totally yeah. makes sense to do it this way but yeah it was uh the ending was it abrupt. wasn't it wasn't it was abrupt it wasn't particularly helpful in knowing whether or not they did actually get engaged because yeah. that was the thing is like i saw the ring go on her hand and i paused the film because i was like fucking no way if they got engaged at the end of this film when they've just got together that is not a thing that would happen yeah no way because you're right like your relationship on a fundamental basis like on your the basis of your friendship doesn't change per se but like the way that you act together the way that you live together yeah that has to be worked at like you don't just get to fall into that life immediately (laughs) no absolutely not but like even if you're not best friends with the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, like any relationship takes time to settle in and to work out and to figure out how to live together. <laughs> I yeah. don't know anybody that would get engaged to the person that they've known their entire life or known for five minutes. Yeah. But like that is that is the bottom line of a festive film. We've got to tie off stuff in the biggest, most obvious yeah. way we know how. But yeah, the ending was so abrupt yeah. that I really got lost and missed the engagement. I think I think what it is, so this film was a tight 90 minutes. It's like one hour mm-hmm. 27, right? And I think at, while normally that's what we like in a Christmas movie, I think if they had an extra mm-hmm. 10 minutes, they yeah. would, because I, I get the impression because there was Tom who was definitely mentioned multiple times, but we never mm-hmm. met. Uh, yeah. There was like, you know, a few other people and a few other things that there was Mm -hmm. originally this was going to be like nearly a two hour long movie and they had Mm -hmm. to cut some Mm -hmm. things out or maybe like some scenes lasted longer or went better than they were envisioning Mm -hmm. or maybe like Mm -hmm. you know maybe they were filming it during covid and then like tom got sick with covid halfway through and they were like oh shit we don't have time to reschedule the shoot we'll just have to cut him and like whatever you know i Mm -hmm. don't think it was i I don't think she needed to have a third guy who it could be you know what i mean like it was i think Mm -hmm if it was just Nigel and Adam and I suppose technically Paul like being mm-hmm. who she considered, then like that would have been, that was absolutely That's fine. That's enough, yeah. Um, but yeah. I did was, have a... It was weird. Sorry, yeah. I did have a concern at the start of the film that we we're actually going to get eight guys 
that's what oh, I thought was going to happen. Oh my god, which would have been way too many. Yeah, exactly. But I thought there were going to be eight guys, and then thankfully they capped it at like three. Because also, yeah, Tom get kept getting mentioned, but I was like, who the fuck is Tom? Yeah, <laughs> we haven't spoken to a Tom. Why? I didn't see any. I didn't see any like credits for a guy who no. was a Tom. Like I really don't know. Maybe it is. I'm gonna have a look on IMDb and see if there's a Tom there because I don't recognize. It, Tom. There is a Tom oh, listed, but because Tom we didn't is, speak to him, I didn't bother putting no, him in. <laughs> so Tom is the guy who she's organizing the Christmas ball with. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But they had yeah, no yeah. romantic moments in the film, no. as far as I was aware. They were just organizing the Hanukkah thing. Yeah, I mean, like, there was the, the bitchy woman who was, like, really against Sarah in the Hanukkah committee. Yeah. Um, And, like, she kind of made some comments about how everyone's on Sarah's side. And I was like, well, no, she's just making valid points and trying to find solutions that you keep shooting down every moment. And also, you've created some of these problems. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, the, there was no romantic connection between her and Tom, as far as I know. Um, So, yeah, that's why I didn't really bother with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. This one was really fun. I would actually watch it again. I absolutely would. I mean, I'm quite interested yeah. to, uh, the guy who plays Daniel, Jake, I believe it's Jake Ep- Epstein. Uh, Epstein? Mm-hmm. I don't, he is also in uh, Mistletoe and Menorahs, which is another Jewish <gasps> holiday movie. That was, um, that's what we were considering first. Yeah, yeah, because that was a, another one mm-hmm. from 2019. So yeah, I'm sure there is some more uh things that he has been present in uh of this vibe yeah. i i really i yeah i did really enjoy it i felt like the mm-hmm. communicate it was had a lot of the things that we normally criticize in christmas movies mm-hmm. and it was doing really really well right up until the point where they got engaged um yeah <laughs> but you know i i, I think they uh-huh. did a good job i really enjoyed it it was like such a fun mm-hmm. premise the gifts were really thoughtful the costumes were yeah. great everyone was mm-hmm. fab Every, the lighting was done really well the way it was shot was mm-hmm. fine it didn't feel super because naomi will testify to this some of these because <laughs> we're making notes about these movies so we don't watch them mm-hmm. while doing other stuff we don't watch them while no. present so this is why we advise what you should do while watching these movies right Mm-hmm. And like quite often you get to a certain point in these movies where you have to pause and be like, okay, how much longer is this? <laughs> and sometimes I have done that yeah. and it's been like very early into the film, like not even halfway, yeah. like not even anywhere near halfway. But in this one, I didn't mm-hmm. at all. I was just watching no. it and I was like enjoying what was mm-hmm. going on. And like, there was lots of things to talk about and everyone was very nice and handsome. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. No, it was it was it. a lot of fun to watch, and like I said, I would watch it again. And I actually felt myself paying a lot of attention to yeah. it, which was really nice. Um, it wasn't particularly tedious to take notes on. Like the t- the use of time was really good. Like obviously, timelining with the uh, the eight days of Hanukkah yeah. and the gifts and things like that. Like it was great. It wasn't as oh, I don't know. Like because twelve dates of Christmas was literally just shoving the 12 days days of christmas down your throat like it was too much it was too many right but like this even though it was kind of similar obviously without the groundhog day part but it didn't feel like too much it It still felt felt like it was really paced nicely and they gave time didn't pass too slow or too fast every day there was like one thing Mm -hmm. every day that was it that was all you need you didn't need you know or maybe like two so it would be like okay on day one she's having dinner with her family and then on day two Mm. she's got 
you know, she's going out for coffee with Adam. And then on day three, she's got the thing with night, you know, with whatever. And then Nigel's there and then this. And it's like every each one of them, it like alternated so nice that you couldn't you couldn't get lost and things were so consistent in terms of the writing where it was Mm going to be where you know she was like oh well the Hanukkah hunt's in three days the Hanukkah Mm -hmm. hunt is in two days the Hanukkah hunt is tomorrow it felt like they knew what the fucking timeline was of this movie which is Mm -hmm. a big thing in Christmas movies (laughs) they do not (laughs) it's very difficult to keep track of how far away you are from from uh, the end of you know the season or whatever but Mm -hmm. yeah no it was great like structured really nicely written really well again sets costumes lighting the writing like it was just it was nice and the the cast had a great chemistry you could tell that they were having fun on this film and again no one was taking it super seriously like they knew what they needed and that was it and like i really thought that Sarah was a, a joy to watch, which is something that we've really struggled with this season. Yeah. Is it like having a lot of likable women characters? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, it was great. So uh, never perfect because again, it's not Vanessa Hudgens, but we were pretty I mean, close. I mean, this might with be. what we had. I like, mean, considering... I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four point eight. Yeah. Yeah, 4.8 on this one. This is the thing, right? It's because we can't... Are we really (laughs) getting into the decimal? I thought we weren't going to go past a 0.5, but I do feel Ah. like it deserves more than a 4.5. Exactly. But it doesn't have Vanessa in it. But you know what? I'm actually... I don't think... I think Sarah did a great job. I Mm -hmm. I didn't check. I should have checked. I assume that most of the actors in this film are actually Jewish. Uh, I believe that the actress playing Sarah is Jewish. Um, Yeah, she is an Israeli actor. Okay, great. So, like, I assume that that's great. In which case, I don't want that to be replaced by Vanessa Hudgens, who, from my understanding, isn't Jewish. I'm going to give it a five. No, Vanessa Hudgens is Filipino. I'm going to give it a five. It deserves You give it a five? Holy shit. I think I'm going to give it a five. (laughs) I had a great time. I really enjoyed watching it. Maybe, mm, does five seem more, mm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe five is too No, 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 five is grand. I think, Mm, yeah. Maybe it should be. uh, Look at it, it was never going to be perfect for a criteria. Maybe it should. Okay, Hudgens, okay but... 4.8. It's fine. I agree with you. You go 4.8? Yeah, yeah. The only thing I... I don't agree with is the fact that it doesn't have Vanessa in it, even though I wouldn't have Vanessa in it anyway. No, and, I, and I get end. that. That's the point two. That's what the point two yeah. is. Is that they're getting <laughs> Yeah, well, that was like a very unrealistic moment and yeah. mm, threw, threw me off as well. That's why I was like checking her hand and I, I, I'm pretty sure it was her right hand. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, which is the only redeeming thing for me because I was like, no fucking way do they get engaged at the <laughs> end of this film. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, no, I loved fun. it. Happy Hanukkah, yeah. uh, everybody, and happy Christmas yeah. and happy uh, whichever other holidays you Happy celebrate. holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. The- uh, we are back tomorrow with a Hollywood Christmas. Yeah. Um, yes, another another fun one. one. was also a joy. Yeah, yeah. great. So very excited. We're here with the seven days of Christmas until the 23rd of December. If that is not enough content for you, please go over to our coffee and um, donate a little bit of money um, and you'll be able to access our last episode of Christmas Inheritance. There's also the Jingle Boys talking about a castle for Christmas. And this year, 
we finally caved and talked about Die Hard. Um, we did. <laughs> uh, we know that times are difficult, and if you're not in a position to donate, that's absolutely fine. If you want to support us, though, you could leave us some reviews, you could rate us on Spotify and Apple as well, or, you know, just tell a festive loving friend about oh, us. hell yeah. That's all we ask. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, if you watch any of the movies that we're, we're talking about, let us know your thoughts. Uh, you can message us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear it. We're really appreciative of the uh, of everyone's, you know, downloading and listening to us this year. We've been so, yeah. so proud and so chuffed and so pleased. Um, so thank yeah. you, everyone, for supporting mm-hmm. our silly little Christmas podcast. Um, yeah. We very much appreciate it. We do. We very much do. And it's so much fun to make oh. and to just chat about these things. Like, granted, watching the films at times is a bit of a, a chore, but... You know, when better to do chores than at Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love them Christmas chores. Uh, happy Christmas and happy Hanukkah, Naomi. Happy Christmas and happy Hanukkah to you, Bex. Thanks for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or tell a festive friend about us. Stay up to date with all things Jingle Bells online at Jingle Bells Pod or buy us a coffee at coffee.com slash Jingle Bells Pod. Your support means so much and helps us to keep doing what we love. See you next time, elves.